Huffing and puffing, sort of style. There's another energy to power the ride. Let's achieve your goals to joy, not stress. It's a men green ukulele podcast. <laughs> well, 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 welcome to the men green ukulele podcast, where we talk about achieving your goals through joy and not stress. I am your host, Geneviève Pépin. Please call me Jen. I'm a productivity coach and a mindset specialist. And boy, oh boy, am I excited about today's conversation. I am receiving serial entrepreneur David Grégoire. David Gregor, for you English listeners out there. Uh, David is currently building his current startup to $1 billion. He's a father of four. He's currently road tripping around Europe. And he also happens to be my childhood friend. It was awesome to reunite for this conversation and talk about how he keeps it fun through all of his endeavors and how he deals with risks. So I highly recommend this conversation. By the way, David's startup, closedcaptioner.com is an easy, quick, and affordable caption services for all of your video needs. This episode of the Mint Green Ukulele podcast in video format is captioned by closedcaptioner.com. It's available in French, in English, in a variety of other languages. So if you have any video that you need captioned for, because let's face it, it's a must right now, um, go and check it out, closedcaptioner.com. The link is going to be in the description below. And without further ado, let's get into Juicy Stories and Media Catch-Up. Juicy Stories and Media Catch-Up. Media Catch-Up. Talking about juicy stories. So uh, we have a unicorn with us today. Uh, I'm so happy to welcome my dear friend, David Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say in English, huh? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, thanks, a lot. thanks a lot, uh, Geneviève. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, what is it, 30 years? <laughs> I didn't want to reveal that, but yeah. It's been uh, more than 30 years, in fact, because we were in kindergarten together. So and we're it five was years five. old right now. I, yeah. We're going to turn 38 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you for okay, revealing that. Me. Maybe you are going to turn 30, uh, 32. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> right. Like that's the magic of facial cream. Um, all right. Well, so uh, David, Dave, uh, it's just it. First of all, it's weird to speak English with you because we normally speak Quebecois. Um, uh, but we're going to do that for the men green ukulele. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about who you are, introduce you to our audience, what they need to know about you. And then I want to talk about how I know you. <laughs> I want to need to know about how I know you. All right. So Dave is an XVP of a large online travel, a travel agency and now serial entrepreneur. And when I say serial, I mean like Fruit Loops type of Serial, like serial entrepreneur, founder of Sutstra.com, a French transcription service, caption and subtitles, founder of MrEcommerce.com and Snapshot.cam, e-commerce turnkey solution. Did I get that correctly? Yeah, this is like mainly the projects I'm working on right now. Yeah. But and also, you are right. I started too many things in the past, unfortunately. But you know what? At, at some point, you get to a business that goes well and you, you decide, okay, I'm just going to stop and concentrate and focus on one thing. And this is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yes. Well, that's... I still have the other things running though, but it's like, it's, it never ends. It never yeah. ends. So better focus on one thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, talking about focusing on one thing, first of all, you're top 30 under of uh, 30 and under 
from lesaffaires.com, which is a when very I was 30 yeah, and yeah. under. <laughs> a, few, a few years ago, but still from lesaffaires.com, which is a, a prestigious publication in Quebec. Um, and talking about having a lot of things going on, you're a father of four, right? Yeah. Only that father of four kids. And you're doing a road trip across Europe right now. So exactly, you're exactly. not even We... like in one place. Yeah, you're taking me right off my Italian bath to put me into an English bath right now. I, I don't. I don't have the chance to speak English every day and I barely have the chance to speak English at all here because uh, as you maybe know in Italy, uh, they don't speak English, they speak Italian. And when I say they don't speak English, they really don't speak English at, no, well, nowhere. There's no way to speak English at some point. Uh, in the restaurants, barely. So I, I really? have to learn Italian and speak Italian every single day, which is a good thing for me. It's a good uh, challenge, but like I don't have the chance to speak English. So today... We yeah, have, uh, finally have the chance to speak another language together. Yes, I know, right? I've been dreaming of that of that opportunity, Dave. Uh, look, um, if uh, if if you were to teach us uh, one Italian sentence, what would that be? Uh, a sentence. <laughs> I would have said the word. <laughs> okay, a word. Because I just I would, wanted to. But cazzo, cazzo is the word uh, everyone cazzo. says here. Cazzo. Well, and what cazzo. does that mean? It's like uh, Chris in French. Uh, it's like uh, fuck. <laughs> okay, that's a swear English. word. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, going yeah, right yeah. Into but, it. but it means it means a lot of things. It's more sexual. There's a sexual meaning. Mm. Uh, there's a meaning like the cat zoo of your dog. If if you walk your dog and like you, crap, you have to, that's it. Yeah. But this is the word everyone uh, uses. Uses. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. But it's a, it's a, it's remember, a, it's a language fairly uh, easy to learn for a French yeah. uh, speaking Speaker, person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the verb tenses are all the same. And uh, you know what? When I'm trying to speak, and I, I just say I'm trying to speak because that's really the case. I, when I'm trying to speak, I can begin every word. And most of the time, I cannot finish them because like this is the conjugation. Uh, I don't know how to say that in English. How to say uh, I don't know. I okay, also say a... that. I also say <laughs> conjugation. Oh. Yeah, conjugation yeah. in Italian. Yeah. Uh, so that the end of the word changes from French. Yeah, but a lot of the the the, the first parts of the words are the French, uh, uh, the same than in French. So it's fairly easy to uh, to be understood. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a I country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm guessing a lot of good food and the culture very like wine. Latin. Yeah, wine, wine, a lot of good wine. wine awesome. Wine. Yeah, and we did yeah. as you said, we're doing a 14 months long uh, road trip in Europe across yeah. uh, Europe with our four kids. I bought a car here. Uh, I put a uh, roof tent on the top. The kids sleep in the car, uh, uh, in the tent. We adults sleep in the car. And last summer, we did a bit of Switzerland, uh, Belgium, North France, uh, Spain, Portugal, yeah. uh, Gibraltar, Andorra. Uh, we did uh, South of Spain too, South of, of France. And then we, uh, we came to, uh, to Italy. And next summer, we're going to start from Puglia in Italy. Yeah. And cross uh, to uh, Greece and go all the way up to Scandinavia. Yeah. Um, Scotland, and then we leave. Yeah. What inspired you to like pack up with your four kids and say like, <laughs> "Hey, let's go for 14 months"? And also a like, we're a brand new business, also because like Sutra was like what one year in. Yeah, 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 you're right. So actually, right before COVID, we did a road trip with our kids uh, from Montreal to uh, Puerto Vallarta. Okay. We have an electric car. We have a Tesla Model X. Uh -huh. and we drove all the way to Puerto Vallarta for uh, two weeks. Uh -huh. And we came back right 
before COVID happened and hit. Yeah. And close everything. And uh, if it wasn't of COVID, we would have gone back to Mexico for summer because uh-huh. we enjoyed it so much. Yeah. But then because of COVID, we couldn't. So we decided to, to do a six weeks long road trip in Western Canada with the kids. Mm. And we were sat into a restaurant in Whistler, in an Italian restaurant. My wife has, has studied the architecture in Venezia, in Venice. Oh. Sorry, I have to find the words in English. In Venice. So she speaks good Italian, but not me. And one of my dreams were, uh, was to uh, be able to live one year in Europe and live what is the European way of living. Yeah. So I, we were drinking wine in an Italian restaurant. And I told her, what if we go spend one year in Italy yeah. and live there for one year? Yeah. She said, well, why not? I, I, you, wrote, you work remotely anyway, so that's yeah. not a big problem, a big thing to organize. I said, okay, we could we could go there in two months, like for the for the school year. Yeah, we could go there in two months. And she said, no, no, it's too tight. We have to organize all the visas and all the the things that we have to organize. Yeah. It's a different country. Uh, we don't have anything there. We don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, okay, well, for next summer. And she said, yes. So we plan to do this road trip. It was really complicated to organize though because we have to buy a car and we weren't here. We had to rent a house for the, the school year. We, yeah. had, we had to, to do all these things. The paperwork and the bureaucracy in Italy is totally crazy. So we had to do all these things, but we had like 10 months to do it. Yeah. So we had time and we, we left and we're just living living the dream. Yeah. And how did the, I, I want to I wanna come back to something you said, but how, how did the kids like adapt to the school year? Um, like- oh, it's very, uh, it's very surprising. Because yeah. when we announced them that we would do that and yeah. they would have to leave their friends to make new friends here in Italy, to speak, to learn a new language. Yeah. Okay. They, 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 they weren't really happy of that. Yeah. I would, I would force yeah. them to watch TV in Italian. I would yeah. force them before we leave so that at least they have some, some base. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. They know some words. They know how to say thank you. Uh, Please, yes, no, my name is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These basic things. So they, they, they weren't happy at all. And um, we got here in Italy. And within, what is it, two weeks? Yeah. My oldest one already had friends. And she was like going in the town with the friends and just calling us uh, at the end of the night. Could you, uh, dad, come and pick me up at the, at the city? So within two weeks, she could speak a bit. And right now they all speak a lot more yeah. Italian than me. I mean, it's like they're Italian. They're so Italian right now that I, I had to, um, we had to um, subscribe. I don't know if it's the correct word, but we had to subscribe our uh, oldest one to high school in Quebec. Yeah. And you know, when, when you fill up forms, they ask you what languages you speak at home. Yeah. Normally they want to know what is your mother tongue. They yeah, want yeah, to know the yeah. main language you speak. If you are a foreigner, they want to know your Chinese or something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Beatrice um, insisted on us writing French, comma, Italian. <laughs> it's so, like, yeah. Adapt, Kids yeah, ha- have the secret. They just adapt so quickly. So quickly. Look. And now they don't want to leave. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? Um, it's so funny that... Like I said that I would I would talk about like how we know each other. Yeah, we know each other from kindergarten. But like you tell me that you were sitting with your wife saying like, hey, what about we go live one year in Italy? And that reminds me. So quickly, 
together in, 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 in kindergarten, we were like, you know, we did elementary school and high school together, but we're not necessarily friends. We became very close friends at the end of high school and then until our 20s. And then I went to live in China. You went to live in Montreal. And, and here we are today, reunited by the power of the Internet. Um, and I remember that like when we were 17, 18, you were the type of person to call me at 9 a.m. or not. Yeah. I so said like, hey, like we live in Quebec City. All right. So, hey, what about uh, going and have a pizza for dinner in Boston? Like what? Like, <laughs> yeah, like ah, it's just it's just six hours, you know, like it's not like no big deal. Like, what are you talking about? And did we do it? Well, I think we did it in oh, an yeah, old orchard. I yeah, think but we did I certainly I certainly did that thing more than once in my life yeah, with different people. Like a road trip. You, we were so close that we did it together, but I yeah. did that with my wife. I did that with several friends too. Younger, older, I did that at several uh, moments in my life. I'm the kind of person to do that. I don't know what to tell you. Um, my father was exactly like that, you know? Yeah. I, I remember we, uh, summers where we would play outside. My father and my mother were, were drinking coffee together and telling us tomorrow morning, we're going to wake you up at 2 a.m. in the morning, pack the things up and drive to Old Orchard, drive to New York, drive to different places like this. So my father was exactly like that. It was kind of impulsive, impulsive yeah. to do things. And, you know, life is meant to be uh, lived. Eh? Like you're the kind of, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I was the kind of person of, of much more like closed, you know, minded. And so like, what are you talking about? And you're like, I remember you saying like, you know, why not? Yeah. Like, why not? And you're like, well, actually, you know what? I don't have an answer to that. You're right. Like, let's do it. You know, if you're like crazy enough to do that, let's do it. Like, let, let's like drive six hours to just, you know, go and catch some pizza in Boston. Like, why not? And, and I remember one time I went with uh, Vincent, one of my close mm. friends too. We went to uh, New York City and we didn't have enough money to pay the gas to come back. <laughs> I remember that. We didn't even have toothbrushes. <laughs> So I don't remember exactly how we managed to withdraw oh all the single cents we still had into our bank accounts to be able to at least reach Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or way back. Just called dad. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. But but it, you know, life is meant to be lived. Absolutely. And uh, I try not to say no to anything. You know, tonight we're driving to Venice, and this is the real uh, real story. I mean, we're yeah. going there camping with the kids on the way and then uh we we have a, a room in venice that we rented uh, for uh, venice carnival yeah and we're coming back on monday and i try to to say yes every every single time i have an idea or, or my wife says we should go there sometimes yeah. I, i have to work sometimes i i'm stressed and i i don't want to do things i would prefer staying here the weekend drink my little coffee with the view on the ocean but she says like let's go we're there only once in our life let's live it so we we do we do that it's pretty yeah. rare that we don't do something we want to do yeah 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 but that's i i think that that's really that's really inspiring um and yeah i i feel like what happens like i would love to explore that a little bit like what happens when you what is your mindset when you encounter like crap along the way Like you're doing what you want to do, but then like things are not always easy. Uh, that's, that's hard. It, it depends on my stress and my, um, what I'm living uh, in, my, in my personal life or business life at that time. Uh, if I'm in a good mood, it goes well. If I'm not in a good mood, it doesn't go well. But usually I'm very good at 
coming back into um, uh, a logical state instead of acting emotionally. I, I try not to be emotional. Yeah. Sometimes I'm really mad at me and I'm very, um, I would say that, exigent. Demanding. Demanding yeah. towards myself. So if, if, it's, if the crap is caused by myself, yeah. I'm really mad at myself. Yeah. Uh, but I, I finally um, get to a point where I remove all the emotional because it doesn't, it doesn't solve any problem to, to mm. become emotional in, in life. So I try to be more pragmatic and find solutions. Yeah. I remember one time, I, I know I wrote you that, that thing, but I'm going to tell it right now. Yeah. I remember one time I had an apartment I was uh, renting to someone else and it was minus 35 degrees in Quebec yeah. that morning. One <clears> of those one of days. The, yeah. And one of the pipes um, f- freezed. Yeah. So he called me and I said, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come with the, uh, a hair dryer and try to find a solution to that problem. So I was there trying to heat the pipe yeah, yeah. for the time it would take. And he said, Are, aren't you nervous? Like it could explode and water be everywhere and you have to call a plumber and to replace all the things and maybe replace walls, replace the, um, the flooring, things like yeah. that. I said, you know what? With what I lived with my old bus, actually yeah. nothing stresses me right now. There's no way I can be stressed with a situation like that that has no emotion related to it yeah. and only a practical solutions. I mean, what else can I do? The only thing can I, I can do is take this hair, hair dryer and wait until the pipe uh, unfreezes itself and then the water co- uh, goes back. And you know what? It took only five minutes and then we opened the, the faucets. Water went through without any problem. So it doesn't, like you have to be pragmatic and re- remove all the emotions. I, it, it doesn't mean that I'm a model to follow. And by the way, I, I still get emotional Oh, yeah, you're still human as last time I checked. That's it. That's it. But once something happens, I try as soon as I can to remove all the emotions. Sometimes it can take minutes. Sometimes it's of course. really, uh, really easy. Yesterday I was doing, uh, I was doing a sailboat class with, a, with the, my partner here. Um, and he, I don't know the words in English. I'm sorry. I'll try to explain it properly. So he uh, turned the boat. Yeah. And he didn't change seating fast enough, or or maybe he did that too fast. I don't know because I was uh, sat at the front of the boat. Yeah. And then because of that, I think he pushed too much the bar, and the boat fell in the, okay. in the water. He was like really flipped? mad at. Uh, he well, well flipped. I mean, like the the mat the, um, uh, the, the, like the the sail the sail yeah. was in the water. Okay. We, we didn't. We, it was okay. We did like completely down. flip. Let's see. Okay, no, no, like ninety degrees. Okay. Ninety degrees. But you cannot go beyond that. It's yeah, okay, really yeah, well yeah. made. So actually, he was there. Uh, we were there, and he uh, he was mad at, at himself. Yeah. But you know what? When this thing happened, yeah, I think he panicked, and had the wrong reaction. This yeah. is the thing. It's like when you drive on the frozen road. Yeah. If you lose control. And you panic. This is like the worst thing to do. You still have to control and to try to do things to get control back and, and, and not to do an accident at the end. Yeah. So when something happens in life, it's and, and I'm, I'm saying that, but I'm not a model because I'm still like everyone that watches this and I still get emotional from time to time. But I try to to become pragmatic as soon as I can 
to be able to face it and to find uh, pragmatic solutions. Yeah. You the know, only way out. Yeah. I think, well, I think that it's not necessarily about being perfect or about like, oh, like never feeling emotions. Absolutely not. Like we have those emotions and, you know, we need to, uh, we need to deal with them. Uh, but what, what I think that what you mentioned reminds me of the yes and approach that I talk a lot about, which is the yes is about accepting what's happening without judgment. Like without like, oh my God, right? Like just accepting it and okay, how am I going to deal with that? Like often if we don't do the accepting part, again, it's not, doesn't mean like you like it. It's just like, okay, that's happening. Like just like being objective about the situation and then looking for a solution. Maybe the yes doesn't happen like super quickly, but at least you want to move yourself to a point where you go, you get to that point where you say like, all right, you know, here's, here's the actual situation instead of going into the, oh my God, oh my God. And then yeah. this could happen. You're... And this, you know, the worry that like, it, like create makes the situation that may just be a five minute situation. It makes it into something that you may not be able to sleep for the next week about. Yeah. You know, like, I think that it's really about Because those things will always happen, like, especially You're if right. you live the life, right? <clears throat> especially if you take risks and, and it's really about, okay, it's not about never react to it. It's about how can I minimize the negative reaction so that I can come back to neutrality as much as quickly as possible. It may be 30 seconds, maybe 30 hours. Like, I don't know. It could and be then, 30 days. It could be 30 <laughs> days too. And then after that, uh, you know, yeah. it's really about avoiding the rabbit hole. But you're better okay. than me doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm good at finding a solution and fixing the problem fast, being pragmatic. I'm good at that. What I'm not good at is the yes and. So <laughs> after it, I could dwell on it for minutes, hours, or days. It mm. depends. I'm not good at that. I have to, I have to, to fix that. I, I read something about the, some kind of a five minutes rule. It's not the same five minutes rule as being um when you when you work and you want to start something it's yeah, more yeah. five minutes of dwelling mm. so whenever something happens yeah that says okay you you can you can be mad you can shout at, at things you can you yeah. can hit the wall you can do whatever you want for five <clears throat> minutes and after <clears throat> that it's over what can you do and this attitude is very hard it's very hard I, I, but but you're so right Javier. yes I, and yeah but i think that's I think that people like you specifically, I mean, I would say you and me, but I think that you're such a, pass a passionate person, a passionate for life. And, 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 you know, when you do something, you do it like a hundred percent. And I think that you care, like at the end of the day, you care. And, and I think that of course, you know, when, when we care, when things happen in a certain way, it's normal to have those emotions. And again, it's about minimizing the damage that these emotions can do. If you go for a run for an hour, it's, you know, it's, it's okay. It's just like, Don't like throw everything you know, in the trash. This is you know? the trick. This is the trick. I realized that I'm not a sportive guy. You know, you know me. Okay. I, I never did Aren't you? running no? right, right now. Like I, right squash now I or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, right now I am. Guy, yeah. yeah. I do a lot of things, but like before moving to Montreal and having my wife, yeah. like she, she didn't sign up for a sport guy. <laughs> I was more like a computer guy. I was a food guy. Yes. Yes. But I would have became like Homer Simpson if I, ate too much and because she's a pastry it. chef also that's it that's yeah. it yeah so we eat a lot that's a great deal eat in good restaurants too and and this like i have to work out something someday but it, it um i noticed in the last years that whenever i would do sports like right now i do 
bicycle. I could do running. Yeah. But I do a lot of biking during the summer. And here in Tuscany, it's summer all year long. So I do, I do bike. I, I do road bike. And after coming back from a ride, even a small ride, sometimes I don't have much time to do it. Yeah. I feel so good. Yeah. I feel powerful. There's no problem in life. The kids don't annoy me. <laughs> Cleaning of the house don't annoy me too. Like nothing annoys me. Everything is perfect. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to succeed. The problems of my business are going to be solved by tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like everything is perfect. So I realized that. And the the, the worst thing at that, Javier, is when I feel bad, I know I should go out and do something, run, do bike, but I just don't have enough energy to do it and to push myself. So that's my wife that says, leave, go do it, go do it. And then she pushes me so much that at some point I have no choice. I just like dress up, go outside, get on the bike. And within two seconds, I'm not joking, within two seconds, I, I tell myself, this is a happiness machine. Really, I, I just barely have to sit and go and my day is transformed and, I, and my week is transformed. Yeah, really. I would say like to you out there, like find your happiness machine. Like for you, it's your bike, like find your happiness machine. And I love that your wife is kind of like knows you and it's like, this is the happiness machine time. All right, like <laughs> go get out of here. That is, yeah, that is so powerful. I think that knowing these things that make us feel good is, is, is so important. And then it's the kick of getting out of that situation and then like using these, uh, these happiness machines. I love use, that. I may, use I may your like, partners, use yeah, your partners, also, ask, yeah. ask your partner in advance that when they see something of you, yeah, they tell you to go outside or to do something else. You could be collecting stamps. And what you, makes you feel good is look at the stamps and manipulate yeah. them. You could be playing music. It, it could be anything else. Maybe not drinking wine. I wouldn't <laughs> think it's a solution. Well, it's it, just that it, it, can, it can get into a rabbit hole quite quickly. It. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does work huh, temporarily. Yeah, exa exactly. I, I think it's, it's all in moderation, right? Like in Quebec, there was that slogan that it was, uh, was it everything in moderation? Moderation has a better taste. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moderation. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I love this. Yeah, and this is, you the know, wine? Yeah. Or mother, okay. <laughs> the, the, the whole idea of like partnering with your partner so that yeah. they, you know, they help you, they help you make that choice and then knowing what is your happiness machine. And if you want to throw a glass of wine, look, nobody's here to judge. Uh, it's just about not letting it go into the rabbit hole. Of you can do both, actually. You go for a ride, come back, open yeah. a bottle. <laughs> Maybe not at the same time. Maybe like not know. simultaneously. Like, do you imagine? Like, you just have your like, you have your little basket in front of your bike <laughs> <laughs> with like just your plastic cups, and then the the you know your gourd, like your like water bottle, but it's wine, and you're just like, no, I'm kidding. Why that's, not? That's a joke. That's a joke. Don't do that at home. L living uh, the life in Tuscany. Living the life. Well, I'm sure that that happens. Uh, I've seen worse things for sure. Um, look, I'd like to, um, there's one more thing that I'd like to talk about with you, which is, we talked a little bit about that before we started, but risk. Like again, as a person who's a type of person who says like, hey, like, let's move to Italy tomorrow. Or let's have lunch in Boston or, you know, uh, and even like, because you have a background, like your family, your, your, your father was a, a risk taker, your family is a family of entrepreneurs. Like, how do you deal with taking risks? 
until until three days ago or one week ago, I don't remember exactly, my Twitter uh, biography was uh, beginning by Balls of Steel. You didn't see that, huh? did you? I, I don't, but I would have loved to use that as the... For many years. David, Balls of Steel. That's it. I've, I've had that for many years. Um, maybe 10 years ago, uh, a friend of my business partner of that time told me... Uh, that I was really bold and I was making bold moves in my life. At that time, I was younger. Maybe I, no, maybe it's more than 10 years ago. Maybe I, I was something like 24, 25 years old. I, I, I bought a house in the US while having our bed and breakfast in Montreal, while having this small web company that ended up not doing well at that time. Anyways, so I was taking risks like that. I always... Um, I don't know why. I don't know why exactly. But like I, I have a good way, a good, a good method to um, put in com compartments in my head. Compart com com compartmentalize? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. I, there's a word anyway, for that. Which I, I cannot boxes. pronounce. So I, let's, let's go back a little, um, a few years before. Uh, maybe 20 something years ago, my uncle uh, committed suicide and my father, uh, maybe he cried. I don't know. He was, they were close. I didn't see my father crying really much. And uh, my mother has explained to me that my father has put that thing in a box, closed the box in his head. And he tried not to think about it. I'm not saying it's a good way to deal with Uh, your loved ones leaving Great, uh, yeah. this world. But my father was good at doing that. And um, when I went uh, onto the job market and the, the business market and opportunities and things like that, um, I, I believe that I did the same with risks. I would do things as I would normally do in my life, going on a road trip to New York City, which you to take a pizza, living, a, uh, buying a house to open a bed and breakfast with my with my new girlfriend yeah, of two months. I remember. Yeah. Or a few months, I don't remember exactly. And I would do these, these things and all the risks, I would put them in a box in my head and close them and not think about these, what can go wrong. Yeah. And when I left Voyage Arabe, I had a big job uh, a few, what, what, what was it? 10 years ago, up to six years ago, mm. approximately. <clears throat> I had a good salary, two or three children at that time, a very nice house, a cottage, good job. But I, was, I wasn't able to work. Like I, I would remember waking up in the morning and take a glass of, of scotch. Yeah. Okay, so it was not a, a good way of living and working. It was driving me mad. So I consulted someone to help me make the move of leaving the company. And he told me to write down all the things that could go wrong following my uh, Your departure. Yeah. Departure, yeah. yeah. Following my departure. So I, I wrote the scenario what could go wrong. I could go bankrupt. I could lose my house. I could, all these things. <clears throat> and each time something was wrong and I didn't have an idea, he told me, think of how more wrong it could became, become. And yeah. I wrote out the scenario and he told me, read that scenario every day for one week. You'll get used to the scenario. And at what point the scenario will seem to you like a banal. Just, yeah. 
Yeah, like trivial. Like it's not yeah. it's not that much of a big deal anymore. It's, it's like if you watch a film, you watch a movie, you you watch it for the first time, you don't know what's happening. But if you watch it for seven days in a row, yeah, the seventh time you will know by heart what's happening, and you will not be impressed of anything because you know the story already. Yeah. So I wrote this the story, hmm. and it really helped me uh, banalize. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like make it like kind of uh, uh, reduce the shock factor of any like bad reaction, like bad. Uh, and this scenario happen. is very unlikely to happen. Huh? This, yes, that, yes, yes, yes. It's like your wife is going to leave you. The bank's going to take your house. Uh, but at the end, you're still alive. Yeah. You're yeah, still yeah, alive yeah. and you can still start over and do something else. So yeah. um So that's it. When that's when I try to, to take risks, I, I tell myself, okay, I'm I'm just doing it because yeah. I think it's the best way, the best thing to do. Yeah. And I close the, the, the box in my head and I just don't think about what can go wrong. I mean, I do my best every day. Bad things happen to me as bad things happen to anyone. Yeah. Uh, like right now, I might lose a client. Mm -hmm. I might lose an employee. I might yeah. lose money. I might... These things can all happen to me. Yeah. I did everything I could. Mm. I mean, did I work really much this morning before a call? Yeah. Not really. But I did so much in yeah. the last weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when I look at it, there's nothing more I could have done yeah. to prevent all this. So it's happening. You, it's happening. That's you it. focus on what you can control. And then what you can't, it. well, it's kind of like, well... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You can, I'm mad at the things yeah, I can't control. Of course. Like, what can I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I, I do? Think. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm going to tell you what you can do. You can sing. Because yeah, but we don't have going... a we don't have a ukulele to. Uh... Yeah, right. I I do have it, but I I I would. I mean, I do have another one, but I don't. I would ah. not risk playing Frank Sinatra. Uh, my ukulele because I may not look at, look at, sound all right <clears throat> thank you so much for sharing this um, I would love to play a game with you that in includes uh, involves uh, Frank Sinatra because when we were doing road trips we were listening to Frank Sinatra I remember a that. lot and yeah. you actually are one person who the one person who introduced me to Frank Sinatra and uh, the genius around that so what I would like to do if you agree is I'm gonna we're gonna play a game that is called Frank Sinatra once said, Sinatra once said, and I'm going to give you, you know, a few, a few words that is from a, a song and then you can complete the lyrics uh, and tell me which Hopefully. song it is. So if not, if I'm not good, you can just cut that part of the video, right? No, no, no. I'm going to keep that. That's <laughs> the part of taking risks. What the worst, what's the worst that could happen, right? That's, That's it. <clears throat> That's right. it. All right. Thanks for uh, having. Uh, thanks for giving me the uh, answers in advance. Huh? Oh, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. It's not true. <laughs> All right. So Frank Sinatra once said, "That's an easy one." I traveled each and every highway. And you want me to say the rest? Yeah. Um, I know the song. That's for sure. I traveled each and every highway, but more, much more than this. I, I did, did it my, my way. way. Yes, there were times. No. <laughs> All right, great. Ding, it's a ding, great ding. song. Yeah, yeah great absolutely, song. absolutely. Um, this one is is yeah. Okay, I'm gonna comment about it later. The shark has pretty teeth, dear. 
Um, and the and it burns the pearly wine. I'm just looking at for the next sentence. Yeah, I know that it's a Mac Mac the knife. Yeah. What's huh? Yes. Yeah, but I'm I'm just looking at the the sentence that comes right after. And he shows them pearly white. Pearly white. I said pearly white, but I didn't remember the first words. Yeah, but this but is a good song. Yeah, I yeah, know that. Isn't that your favorite? That's why I thought uh, like yeah, that's easy. It's a easy very, because... very good song. Have you ever heard the original song of that? I heard uh, Ella Fitzgerald's version, oh, which I thought was really great. <clears throat> I'm not yeah, sure. Ella, but there, all the the subsequent versions are good. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. original version, it's like you you want to go to bed. I mean, it's uh, I I believe it is like uh, German. Yeah, I believe it's German, but it's not entertaining at all. Like right uh, now, I could sing the song and have fun. Yeah, yeah. If I only knew the original version, I wouldn't want to sing it. Well, that's that's the thing I think with also all those performers, right, from the sixties. Yeah, like it's 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 it. that like Frank Sinatra. I you know I don't think he wrote any like he didn't write any of those songs. It was all about you disappearing right now. Are you still here? Oh, you're back. You're back. That's it. That's it. That's it. You're back. Maybe maybe it was an hour. Uh, the camera has been running. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So. There might be some setting yeah, yeah, that yeah. turns the camera off. All right. Anyways, I'm still there. I was saying that uh, anyway. Just watch the recording. Say I was saying that <laughs> I was saying that Sinatra was a, a great performer. Like you know, he didn't write any of this, but he just brought these songs to life, and that was uh, yeah. All right. Ah, I love this one. <clears throat> I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing. I find myself playing flat on my face. my face. I just slip myself up and get back in the race. That's life. That's life. And I can't deny it. Many times I thought I quit now, but my heart won't buy it. That's cool. C'est ça. C'est belle fois. Yes! Yay! <laughs> All right. Oh, we're having song. fun. Oh, la, la. Um, in Llama Land, there's a one-man band. Ah. <laughs> I, but, but it's not really easy, huh? It's not easy <laughs> to find the next sentence. Well, you just need to find the melody. In Llama Land, there's a one-man band. And control this for you. No? <laughs> Yeah, and he took his flute, and he took uh, his flute for you. I thought that's it. Uh, the, the lyrics are hard to find for that yeah. one. Come on, fly with me. All right. Let's take off in the blue. All right. Okay, this one is easy. <clears throat> I get no kick from champagne. Uh, near alcohol, it doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why I shouldn't be true. <laughs> I get it. Kick. Kick out of you. Ba, ba, na, ba, na. Oh, you're so good. I'm going to put that music right yeah, after. Yeah, I know, right? Call. <laughs> I know. All right. I've got two left. Um, oh, <clears throat> you think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Oh, that one is hard. That one is hard. Yeah. That's well, hard. and I have it. I have a second one from that same song because I thought that ah, maybe okay. you maybe. ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Can you can you give again the first sentence? Yes. 
You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Uh, that one is hard. You You'll think have to you've sing seen it. the sun, the sun but, you but you ain't, you ain't seen, seen it shine. What's the lyrics? You uh, think the warm-up's underway? You uh, think yeah. the lips have met? Oh, wait, wait till, wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't, you seen, ain't seen nothing seen yet. Ba -da -ba. <laughs> da -da. See, um, uh, see, I don't remember the name of the, the song. The best is yet, is yet to, to come, come and babe, babe won't it be fine. I, I should have listened to that album before calling you. <laughs> well, I mean, we listened to that like, over one. and over, yeah. They're right. so good. Do you know, know the one, Take it. Me Back, I Want You? This is so slow. Take me back. I don't remember I that I want one. you. It's yeah. I'm a fool to want you. Oh. But it's not on the same album. Mm, yeah. Okay, last one. Last one. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Ah, this... You're... I'm not good at these games. Okay. Uh, you can't have one without the other. You can't have one without the other. Uh, yeah, but what comes after? Well, what comes before is love and marriage. I've been in love and love marriage. And marriage. Love and marriage. So it's, a, it's an institute you can't disparage. disparage. I mean, I have the I have the lyrics in front of me, so you know it's it's not, easier, so, yeah. Yeah, of course, it's, it's easier when you read the lyrics. It's for sure easier to play that game. And you create the game yourself. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. You're you're better than me, I'm sure. I'm sure. But the, these this album is incredible. I'm put it. I'm I'm gonna put it in the yeah. car while driving to Venice. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Thank you so much for being with me on the Men Green Ukulele podcast today. Where can we find more of your genius? I'm uh, generally posting every day on yeah. uh, LinkedIn, so you can find me on LinkedIn. I don't know, Jean-Pierre. Right. I'm going to put the link in the description, yeah. And uh, I try to be more active on Twitter these days, so my okay. username is uh, D-A-I-G-E. All right, I'm going to put that as well. Yeah. And uh, for the rest, uh, you, you can just check out what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm trying to convert my business right now and to drive it to $1 billion uh, valuation. I just totally changed my my focus vision, yeah my vision yeah of the company it was more like a lifestyle company until i went to uh europe and then one of my friends uh looked at our budget and said you know what you could do something much bigger and it took a few months until i decided to really invest and do uh do this much bit bigger plan yeah and i believe that we can build it and bring it to one billion dollar valuation so this is where Ooh. i'm going to put my focus in the next uh in the next uh, weeks months and weeks yeah. years years yeah, yeah yeah for sure so if you have any uh videos that you want subtitles to go to uh, captions. It, it, closed captions that right? closed captions yeah in english it's closed captioner.com yeah, we, okay. we do english we do mostly french 90 percent yeah. french and 10 percent is italian spanish english hindi We do a bit of Korean, Boom. Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese. We do a lot. Okay, good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you. David, for being here. And have a wonderful day at home. All right. Love and marriage. Love, love and marriage. Okay, hold on. I need to stop the live stream. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the Man Green Ukulele podcast. You can follow and reach out to our guests at the links available in the description of this podcast. 
If you enjoyed our joyful conversation today, please consider subscribing or leaving a review. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on LinkedIn and you can come and say hello. Or if you want to hang out, I host regular free masterclasses where we play our way to less stress and more joy. So you can find all the information on my LinkedIn profile. I hope to see you soon. Ciao.